How's it going? This is the second episode of the Palcon Palcon Cast Palcon Podcast. I can't talk words, Nightshade. Um, I am your host, Commander Nightshade. If you want to find me in game, I am Commander Nightshade nineteen eight three three Knight with a Y. You can come find me anywhere in game. What we talk about here is Palcon, which is our squad, um, and anything Elite Dangerous. My guest tonight, my first guest, my first guest tonight is going to be Dragon Tamer V2, and his name is Biff. So, we are going to welcome in Dragon Tamer V2, hashtag Biff. How are you tonight, my good man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. 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 So, you are the first guest on the Palcon cast. How do you feel? What? what? Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm excited. Nice. I'm excited too, actually. My first interview ever. So, so we'll get right down into it. Uh, tell us about yourself, your commander name, and, uh, you know, how you came across uh, Elite Dangerous. All right, well, uh, Dragon Tamer XV2, you know, just, uh, you know, I, as I put in my quotes, I'm just a nut flying around space, bouncing off the planets. Um, and then Elite, uh, just, I, I used to play Star Trek Online a lot, and then I was just getting kind of bored with it, and I was looking around and found Elite, and I was just like, okay, now this is something I can get into. You know, I've always, you know, since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, I always wanted to, you know, command my own spaceship, you know, be the be out in space and do all that kind of stuff. And, and Elite caught my eye because it is just that. You are literally living the life of a, a space trucker or a, a pirate or, I mean, you make it what you want it to be. It depends on how much dedication you want to put in and stuff like that to the game. You know, if you want it to be a real simulation, you know, you got that you got that 20 minute ride out to a space station, you know, you're going to kick back, relax. What are you going to do? Turn on some tunes, just like you would in your car. You know, the simulation of it's realistic enough to work. You know, you, you feel like you're there, you're, you're bored. So, you know, I've been just, I don't know. I've been playing for years. I only think I'm playing seven or eight years now. Oh yeah. Probably about eight years now. Always on PC or have you played on like console? Uh, no, I've always been on PC. I've always I'm a PC gamer, hardcore. See, I, I don't I don't I, I don't believe in consoles. I, I I started on Xbox with this game. I got it on uh, you know the Game Pass for free. So I I started there. So I started on Xbox with a controller, and I'm like, dude, like I didn't think I was gonna like the game. Like I I, I was an avid World of Warcraft player, Skyrim player, and now like I. For lack of a better terms, Elite Dangerous is Skyrim in space. Like, you can do what you want, whatever you want, do what you want, whenever. Yeah, you, yeah for sure. You get bored with something. Hey, I'm going to go blow something up. Oh, I'm bored with combat. I'm going to go mine. I'm bored with mining. I'm going to go exploring. Like, it's it's Skyrim on crack is the way I the way I've thought about it is Skyrim on crack. You can't even deny that if you've ever played Skyrim. Oh yeah, no, totally get it. Totally get it. Exactly right. 
Like, I, I, we've been, you know, we are actually in a wing right now. If I turn my camera, you would see that I'm actually playing Elite Dangerous and I'm in a wing with you right now. Yep. So, I, I so, next question. Like, what brings you, uh, hold on, actually, before I go to that one. Uh-oh, you're doing that thinking thing again. Yeah, I am. My my brain is, uh, the cogs are, are clicking, and I had to WD-40 a little bit. The first time you actually got into the commander's chair, of, of, of course, everybody's first ship, the Sidewinder, and you were in your first station, what was your first thought like when you loaded into the game in your first commander's chair in that sidewinder uh like as as you mean like towards like the visuals of the game and things of that nature visuals of the game and just like the you know nature of the game really like i mean the visuals are absolutely beautiful in this game if anybody has ever you know explored you, you can't deny it. You land on that planet, you're seeing that sunset, stuff like that. But I'm just saying, like, first time you got in that commander's chair, not even the visuals or anything, like, what were your first thoughts of getting into that Sidewinder for the first time? Uh, you know what? Actually, the first time I, I got in, I have to say I was not real impressed with the ship. You know, I that it kind of... You know, I was just like, this is not what I saw in the previews. This isn't, you know, what what's going on here? So I had to, I had to muster through for probably about a week, you know, of playing with this ship that I wasn't happy with. It wasn't very maneuverable. I had a, I had a real cheap, you know, Logitech, uh, what was it, the Extreme 3D Pro? Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't even have a good control setup at the point, at that point. And then, you know, and then I, I really started getting into the, the nuts and bolts of the game. And, that, and that's what really started drawing me in was the, the actual, you know, gravitational pulls for planets actually affect you. You know, how close you are to a planet as you're approaching a station can affect how fast you can come in. on. I mean, it just that that first time jumping in, it was no big. It wasn't really that spectacular. But as you get into it, you learn and you start really you know plugging the pieces together i think that's where you start getting the that i think that's where the the bug starts to hit you but it it most games have a learning curve this one i think it's a learning (laughs) cliff because it's like you get into the commander's chair there's not really much of a tutorial and it's here trial by fire here's your key bindings figure it out yeah, I will give you that too. Um, if you don't have, well, like I said, I had that one little, I had that little cheap ass joystick. It had like eight buttons on the side. It had one hat switch and blah blah blah. You know, so I was like, I have to say, the first like two hours was uh, of even being on the game. I was trying to figure out how to even play or just what my key bindings were, and then you know, past that, you know, then I got these holographic menus that I get to play with and. You know, it's like, wow, check, that's kind of cool how they do that. That's, that's, yeah, okay, okay, you know. But, yeah, it, you know, it is very daunting, I, I guess you could say. Kind of, yeah, daunting would, I think, be a good word for it. It's just like, yeah. ooh, what did I get myself into? Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's like, well, like, am I really going to enjoy this game? Like, 
I can't figure out my key bindings. I have to push this, that, and the other to do this. And then, like... Why does it do this when I push this? And once you... No, no. But once you... No self-destruct. Yep. <laughs> but once you get into the game and you figure it out, it, it's a beautiful game. Like, with the exploration, like, just stuff you can see, or even just, like, the visuals of combat, or even with Odyssey, with the on-foot combat, is amazing. Well, I have to say that I, I you know, when I first uh, when I first started actually getting out to where I was, let's see, what was I in? I think, I, I think that's when I first got my DBX. And I was actually, that's what I did, is I started doing more exploring, and then that's when I actually did start appreciating the visuals of the game, because then you actually, when you start getting further out is when you start seeing the multicolored planets, you start seeing, you know, uh, neutron stars. You know, the first neutron star I come up on, it just blew my mind. I was just like, holy crap, what is this? There's a bow tie that's really pissed off out here. Why is it looking at me like that? You know, but then and then, then you get to, you know, you start learning and, and you start, yeah, you know, and it's it, it, it gets to a point where it's like you kind of forget that there's a, you know, a sophisticated system of controls that you're using and you start really just getting into... You already you kind of feel it, you know what you're doing, and then you really do start to get to appreciate the 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 view. That is what I, I call it. My first trip to Colonia was in my, my in my DBX, and I did not use the Neutron Highway to get there. It was just a jump for jump all the way out there. And some of the stuff I found while I was out there just it it, it hooked me. I, I was just totally, you know, I, I I won't give this game up as long as it's running. Like I, I and speaking of the DBX, I love my DBX for exploration. It it's a nimble little ship and it's easy to land on the planets for exobiology. It 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 is just an amazing oh, little ship. It's got such a little tiny footprint. Yep. And that's you know, it, and it, you know, and it's it's even that's what I like about it more than I do like the Asp Explorer, for instance. The Asp is bigger, it's harder to it, it doesn't fit everywhere the diamondback will. You know, so yeah, that's 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 why I like my DBX. My DBX is just it's it's my that's my that's my that's my go-to ship when I'm when I'm down and I even when I'm bummed out, I'll just break out the DBX and go for those long jumps because that's my longest jumper too. It's like almost 60, 60 light years. I think I got it at right now. Yep. So yeah, I can get away from the bubble pretty quick and just kind of bounce around for a little while if I want to. You know. Yep. And that that's what I, I so when I was on Xbox, I had an Asp Explorer. And I was like, oh, this is a great chip. I love this thing. And then once I got into PC and I built my DBX, I'm like, what's an ASP? Like, what? Yeah. Like, the DBX yeah. is just easier to land. It's more maneuverable. It has a, for me, with the way mine is engineered, is, you know, more of a longer jump range. It's just you can leave and not even think twice and just be like, hey, I'm going to go out and try to explore these, you know, visuals of this game. I can remember my first uh, Guardian site. I was in my DBX and yeah, you even get out of it and come walk it up on it. Even it's, it's even the style of the ship is cool. You know, you come walking up to it when it's in a little cloud of mist while you're walking up to it. The lights are flashing. You just get up close and you're like, wow, this is my ship. Yep. And that's that's yeah. where I've been lately. All right, so we're going to go to the next question. All right, what you got? What you got? What brings you back to the game day to day? Like, what what is the... 
one thing that keeps you logging into this game? Uh, other than now being part of the group that we're associated with, the pal Paladins, you know, I mean, other than that, um, I would have to go with mostly the visuals, you know, the visuals, the ship designs. You know, I mean, I really just, I, I've, I finally got a decent PC built that it actually, it runs fluidly. I actually have nice fluid motions, you know, so it feels more realistic. And then, you know, still being able to put my VR on once in a while and stuff like that, you know. So, I mean, yeah, the visuals, I think, are is, is a big part of it. The gameplay is really good, too, though. I mean, the mechanics of how they built the game is really good. So, just overall, it's just, I mean, it's like a home away from home now. It really is for me, too. So, another VR player. So, when you play in VR, is it more immersive to you or is it more annoying? Because I've heard people say it's annoying because, like, you're looking around, but you can't get up and walk around your ship. I understand that. I would love to get up and see the interior of my ship. Uh, like, I see you the know. coffee maker on the counter behind you. <laughs> like, going, you know, getting up, like, I know, like, I think it's the Corvette that has, like, an observation deck underneath it. Like, I would love to get up and walk to that observation deck as I, like, I'm jumping like I do in my carrier sitting in the captain's chair. Watching it jump. But you can't right now, which really sucks, but I understand. And the only other thing with the VR that really drives me nuts is when you... Because with exobiology, I love exobiology. That is one of my favorite things in this game. Is when you land your ship on the planet and you get out, it goes to 2D. It's like, dude, why can't you just, you know, have the full 3D experience in VR with every aspect? But I, I get it. Like, I know Frontier is probably working on it. Hopefully, with all these new yeah. updates that are coming out. But I would love to be Go able to get it. out of my ship and do, you know, exobiology or combat in VR, which would be... Oh, combat would be fantastic in VR. Combat would be um, phenomenal in VR. Like, I would, I would die if that came out. Well, you know, it's actually, it surprises me, too, is they did so, such a... They did a really good job on the combat for something that they threw together as quick as they did. You know, because usually, you know, combat, like... I mean, our AI actually... They dodge, you know. They try to get away out of line of fire and stuff like that, which really blows my mind. Which I mean, I mean, I know all the big, F, you know, first-person shooters are doing that these days, but you know, I mean, for for as quick as they put it out there, you know, and then as quick as they came back through and fixed all the bugs, you know, I mean, they did they did pretty darn good. Now I do, I I agree with you with the VR aspect, going back and forth from 3D to 2D, it gets aggravating, but it's tolerable, you know. I mean. I don't know, but that's the main reason right now I don't have mine plugged in all the time. Yeah. That and I have a my monitor's huge, so yeah, it, it see satisfies my need. Yep, see, I, I run a big uh, monitor for the game, and then I have other monitors for other stuff. But it's yeah, like if you could do everything in VR, I would probably just strictly be a VR pilot, like one hundred percent, just. Being able to get into that, like, with on-foot combat, if you're doing conflict zones, get in there, get in that drop ship, drop down, and be straight VR, you know, looking around. I'd, 
I wouldn't even be sitting in my chair. I'd be standing up so I could turn and, you know. Oh, yeah, I'd have an op- option. I'd, I'd have an op- uh, omnidirectional treadmill in my house somewhere. <laughs> oh, dude, I wish I had one of those. Those things are expensive as hell, though. But I do want oh, yeah. one of those those vests you can put on so, like, you can feel people. The like, haptic vests? Yeah, the people shooting at you, which would be yeah. phenomenal, too. <laughs> feel where they're hitting you and be like, ow, like, cut it out, that hurts. But yeah, like, I mean, that's the only aspect of the VR that, like, I don't like is when you get on foot, it's 2D again, which kind of sucks, yeah. but, I mean, it... It does. But... It does. But the the other, not the visuals in VR are fantastic. I mean, I remember the first time coming into a station in VR, I about <laughs> crap myself when it, when, it, when it went, just one, when I, as my ship, because I, I t- put on the autopilot. I'm looking and I'm looking at the station as I'm coming up to it and I'm just watching it and I'm like, man, this thing is it's a lot bigger than it looks. And then as you're going through the mail slide, if you look straight up, you see how big the station really is, and you're just like, Wow. I mean, you don't get that you don't get that feeling when you're playing in two D, but when you're in the VR and you can actually get that aspect ratio that you're feeling. Yes. Oh, it's totally different feeling. Totally different totally different feeling. Have you done any deep core mining in VR? Like, watching those asteroids blow up in VR is, like, great visuals and sounds, especially when it's in your ears. Like It's actually funny you say that. I actually have a buddy of like mine here, one day that... Here, here, my Oculus. I have the extra yeah. headphones for it. So when those, when those asteroids blow up, oh, the sounds and the visuals are phenomenal. Yeah, I've been out. I haven't done it myself, but I was with a friend of mine. Actually, I have a buddy that's here in Florida with me, and he was playing. And I didn't feel like flying, but I felt like being in the game. You know, you get like that. I mean, that's what I like about having the legs now is I'll go to a station and I'll sit around the station, wait for people to show up and, you know, bullshit with people when they fly by, if they even want to. But anyways, um, but I had actually gotten with him and his ship and he was mining. So I was just a passenger sitting in a passenger seat watching him blow shit up. So it actually, it was really cool. But I did that all in VR. So it was cool because I'd watch the plane, asteroid, exp- asteroid explode and then he'd start talking. And I, you know, just out of hat, you know, <laughs> second nature, I look over at him. You know, I look at, I'm looking at his character in game. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. just like, <laughs> you get that feeling though. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I love it. All right. So next question. The squad you were in, I mean, of course, is. Palcon. <laughs> uh, what what brought you to Palcon? Okay, so um, actually, I knew this was going to probably be a question, and I've been actually kind of kind of deep soul searching for it to try to figure out exactly what it was. So I I was I, I was getting to a point in the game where I was just kind of bored, and I wanted to join us. I wanted to join a squad. I wanted to find people because for the first five years I played, I played by myself pretty much. I had two friends that came on occasionally, and we go do some RP thing, and you know, never even got into any real aspect of the game. So I was, you know, wanting to get involved with something big, something new, something different, you know. So I'm flipping through Facebook, and I find this, find the ad for Paladin Consortium on the on the Facebook ad, and I was like, eh, let me reach out and see what's going on. And that's when we, that's when I met our good friend Rhino, and we had ourselves a nice little conversation, and then uh, ever since then. You know, I, I went ahead and I they accepted me in and came in and, um, you know that's a you know they they brought me back into the game. I have a new new look at of the game now. You know, I have a deeper meaning of it. I understand it more thoroughly. 
you know, there's more to the game than I even, I, I, I never knew. I never knew there was so much involvement really in the game until now. So now I have a new outlook like, overall, you know, not, I, it's not just me now either. You know, now that I'm part of this team, you know, this, this, this family that we are, you know, it, I can go out and do stupid stuff that affects everybody. So I, now I have a responsibility as well. <laughs> now I can't go out and do just stupid shit. You know, now I have to be careful and, you know, oh, is this going to affect our, 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 our standings? No, I can't do that. Got to go here. Got to go here. Got to do this. Can't do this. Hey, what am I doing today? You know, read the board. All right, let's go shoot stuff. <laughs> it, that's that's where I'm at. So, like, my, my squadron background, I joined one. And the leader of the squadron made you feel absolutely stupid if you didn't know what was going on. And then I decided, hey, I'm going to try to make my own squad. That lasted very small. But I met some great people out of making my own squad, and a couple of them are actually in Palcon now. And then when I joined Palcon, I, as same as you, I saw a Facebook post, and that's how I met Rhino, which Rhino is going to be an interview here on on this podcast. I'm excited for that one. Rhino's a good guy. I, he is. Everybody's everybody's cool in our group. Oh, I, I dude, mean, it, like Palcon is. It, it's not a group, man. This is a family. This is. It really is. It, it is <laughs> like they they accept you no matter what, no matter your skill level, experience, whatever. They they accept you, and we will train you for whatever you want to do. And that, that is the biggest thing that drew me to Palcon when I joined. It was like they didn't treat you like you were stupid because you didn't know this or that or the other about the game. They're like, well, if you don't know this, we can help, you know, we can train you for this. Like, I didn't know shit about BGS at all. Oh, yeah. Same here. Same here. And now that, like, I'm getting better at it and reading the orders and being part of the uh, Shed team with, of course, with the whole, you know, Discord uh, reform and just, like, learning all this stuff, it's like, dude, I didn't know this about the game. I didn't know it. Not at all. I didn't know if I went and did this for this, you know, um, faction in the game, it would affect this faction of the game. Like, I didn't know that. Well, you know, it's kind of weird. I had a feeling it was something like that, but I only thought it was maybe the two, two, two stations that I was dealing with and it only affected them. No, it affects all of their systems that they're connected to. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Wow. It. Like, I didn't know, like, any little minor thing you did would affect this gigantic, like, world of of Elite. It's like, I didn't know that, like, if I went and did a combat mission for this faction, it screws up all these other factions. It's like, I, I didn't know that happened. That's, that, that, that was... That blew my mind. Like, I didn't know that at all, and it blew my mind. Like, every little thing you do in the game affects so much more of the game. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's I think, a big part of what what Palcon showed me that made that drew me more into the game again is, is 
you know, their involvement of their, their, their standings in the BGS and everything, you know, and being a part of that, being able to help support it, you know, and, you know, that's one thing that I do like about, you know, one of the main things I like about Palcon is that we get direction, we get order, we get a, you know, here, you know, we don't, we're not asking you to do this every day. You know, but when you have the time and you're not doing your own thing, if you can, can you help us out and can you go do this? Yeah. This is what we need done right now. If you have the time, go do this, you know, but if you don't, then that's fine too. You know, and then introduction of having the Academy now, you know, the Academy is just, is one of the biggest things that we have going on right now. That is one of the coolest things, you know, cause I mean, like you said, you can join us at any level and we have, we have resources that help you learn. Yes. How to do do what you want properly. And the reform of the academy from what it was when I first joined to now is so much better. Like when I joined Nova, like that was the first one I did was Nova. And then I did the exploration after that. But there was way more in depth of what you needed to do and how you needed to do it. Now it's streamlined to make it easier and more comp comprehensible for new people coming into Palcon. And we've, we've got quite a few new people in Palcon here. Like, you know, I, I've, I've taken another, I've taken a Palween under my wing, which was flying with us in the wing a little bit ago. Um, Dr. Gonzo. So, like, he's a returning player, but he hasn't played in so many years. Now it's like, with me being part of the shed team and the training team, it's like I'm trying to take him under my wing and get him actually into Palcon and then help train him. You know, it's, it's, he, he knows a lot about the game and is absolutely comprehensible about the game. But he doesn't know anything about all the new stuff that has come out or wants to, you know, be part of Nova or Exploration or the Mining Wing of Palcon. So it's like I'm trying to direct him on what he wants to do. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing that I like about Palcon is that you're not locked into any one specific thing at any time. Either. Yeah, no. You know, I mean, you could you can, you can like, like me specifically, you know, for instance, you know, I've been working on getting my suits upgraded, but at the same time, I know that I can look at the, you know, I can look around and say, Hey, okay, we need a little help here. I can go to this system, pick up a mission that'll help me do what I need to do. And then helps me help support the group. You know I mean? That's what I like, you know? Um, but then say tomorrow I wanted to go bounce around, see what out, see what's out there that I haven't seen in a while. Go out and visit one of the, you know, one of the nebulas or something, you know, they don't have, there's no restrictions or no, no guideline on where you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to do. It's what you feel like doing today, you know, and they, and they're fine with everything. Yeah. But see, that's where I'm like, I'm fully Nova. Like I love learning all the combat stuff. So it's like once they like active conflict, I'm like, where, where am I going? I need to, I I got an itchy trigger finger. Where am I going? Where do I point my gun? Where do I point my gun? Let's go. Where do I put my boots on the ground? Where am I shooting people? 
<laughs> that's it. That's it. No, I'm the same way now, actually. Uh, and Rhino's a big part of that. You know, once he started showing me a little, you know, and a couple of the other guys that, I, you know, that I've been talking to, FSD and, you know, Flinks and stuff like that. You know, I mean, these guys are all, you know, they're all so supportive of teaching you. Oh. Like one of the main things that I learned that I didn't know about was pips. Yep. You know, proper, properly managing your power, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't doing it right. And then ever since that, that's one of the first things they taught me that I didn't know. And I have learned so much more since then. But just that one little thing, it just, it was an eye opener for me, you know, and it's like, that's like one of the first aha moments, one of the first, I love this group moments. I mean, it's just, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And now I'm learning ground combat and I'm actually getting more proficient in ground than I am in space. It's almost scary. <laughs> right. That's where I'm at. I am way better on foot than I'm in space. But actually, talking about Flinks, I'm trying to get him on here too, but he's being way too shy. But he was the uh, first one that I, I, I uh, flown with when I joined Pelcon, and he showed me how to fly like in, in uh, what is what is the word I'm looking for? The Blue Angels do it. Formation. Formation. Thank you. Um, like <laughs> flying to a conflict zone in formation, like you follow their nav link and then you both drop in at the same time. Oh, yeah. Wingman nav locks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't know about that. And he, the, he showed me and we went into conflict zone after conflict zone and winning them. And we were flying in formation into these conflict zones. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that in this game. Like, I thought you just had to. Yeah, as long as you're. Nope, you lock in. And as long as you stay close enough, you'll drop out pretty close at the same time at the same location. Yeah, see, I, guns, I didn't know guns that. blazing. It was like, oh, I thought it just had to pick the same conflict zone you're going to and meet you there. So it's actually funny. He's the one that taught me that, you know, if you. Lock in on your, your wingman. When they select a the target, then you can actually select their same target, and then you make sure that you're on the same one, you know, and stuff like that. Rhino taught me about going for subsystems. You know, look for the power plant. Take out the power yep. plant. Take out take out the freaking canopy if you can't even. See. I mean, that slows them down. You know, whatever you can, take it out. I always go for the power plant. That's, that's my thing. Because, yep. I mean, without a power <laughs> plant, you ain't going nowhere. You're not shooting back either. Yep. Nope. So, you ain't, but yeah, you ain't doing so, nothing once your power plant's gone. But see, that's the other thing is, you know, starting to get with these guys and learning them and learning their flight patterns and the way they fly. And yeah. Now going out and doing like the small ship events and stuff like that. You know, it's like, I love going out and flying with these guys. One guy takes point and we just start, you know, they pick a target and we attack. Yeah. See, you know, it's I, like, a, it's like a. A pack of piranhas were on it. I, I did my first uh, small ship security the other week, and I, I picked the wrong ship. I'm going to have to totally redo uh, small ship security because I did an Imperial Eagle, and it absolutely sucks for small ship security. Now, I do a courier, man. A courier, you can get good speed, good, good. Oh, I, I, my courier, I, I call her Mondarb. And, uh, oh, love my career. Like, I'm messing around with different gun front configurations, but. I was like, I, I, I love the look of the Imperial Eagle. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that. And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yep, bad idea for a small ship security. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It, it's nimble. It moves. It's maneuverable. But the weapons suck. 
Well, then it's made out of paper. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it goes kablooey quickly. All right, next question: Your strong suit in game. What what do you think your strongest niches in the game? Like what what what? Like mine, I know is trucking because I am an absolute wizard trucking. As you you know, you're in the wing. You see me dropping these fifty miller missions. That that is my strong um, suit. That and exploration. So those are my two. Well, I was gonna say if I had to actually go for something that I know quite a bit about and how to do properly, because I can, you know, I I did it for so long because that's all I was doing was be exploration. Um, but if I if I pick something that I was doing now more recently, I would actually be going with ground combat and sneaking onto bases and stuff like that. I've been focused in on that so much lately that I'm actually getting really good at doing it. I've got my I'm getting some of my equipment, you know, ramped up and stuff like that. So that's that's going good, but yeah, if I had to go for my fallback that I would make money on and do stuff with, it'd be exploration. And now doing, being able to do the ground there do the, you know, ground exploration too, doing the Xeno. You know, I mean, I that that's even that makes it even much that makes it even more fun. Stop by scan a planet. Oh, I got something I can go check out. Let's go. You know, well, I definitely have to get with you with more on ground uh, stuff because I suck at doing like on ground like missions. The hey. conflict zones, I'm good at. Go in, shoot people, take points. Yeah, I like my high zones. I don't. I, I don't think. I don't know. Ever since I've gotten my Dominator suit up to gear up to tier four, it's. I don't think I've lost a round. I I haven't <laughs> lost a round I, I was, at all. But like, it's the missions like oh. uh, you know sabotage or larceny or. No, yeah, no worries, doing my friend. This set, dude, we uh, I, I got to get with you for that for sure. No problem. No problem. That's what I'm here for. So how long have you actually been playing the game? Uh, probably between seven or eight years. I know I've got, if I look at my Steam log, I got 6,000 hours in. Uh, you got twice as much as me. Like, I'm at, like, 3,700. Uh, well, that's just on PC, though. Uh, Xbox, I yeah. was playing, like, two years as well, so. Yeah, so you we've probably been playing around the same amount of time. So your thoughts, on, okay, so here, here's one that's going to be controversial between everybody. Riddle me this. <laughs> what do you think the best shipping game is? Oh, well, I guess, it, it, see, that's, a, that's actually a loaded question because it's a hard one to answer because everybody's different. Exactly. You know, it depends on what you're doing. No, no, so no, just, just I, what I'll you be, think you're... Your favorite, okay, My so your favorite, favorite ship in game. How about that? We'll make that better. Python. Python. All right, so your worst ship in game that you'll never fly again. Uh, probably the Adder. The, oh, see. No, the Adder's actually, actually, the Adder's not a bad little ship. I'd actually hit, now. what's the worst ship I've actually flown I don't know, man. That's actually kind of a hard one because I can find a purpose for every every ship in here. You really can. You know, but mean, what's it, your your worst one that you will never fly again, dude? If I wasn't trying to turn my Type Ten into a in, into an AFK tank, I would never buy another one. 
I don't have one, and I'd I want to, to say do the ten. same thing with one. So that makes that that in a mental note. T10 sucks. Um, so <laughs> it's it, dude. It's like. It's like trying to it's like trying to steer a brick through mud. Well, so is the T yeah. nine. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, because I don't I don't really even fly that. I just go put it somewhere and let it shoot stuff. Um, God, I, I really that is a, it's really hard to. I, I I don't know. I'd have to go back to maybe my my the sidey. Yeah, that's that's where mine is. So my favorite one to fly that I have is my DBX. The one I will probably never go back to is the Sidewinder. Yeah. Now now if, if I'm gonna go out exploring, I do like my DBX better. But my Python, I do pretty much everything else in. I see. I have two Pythons. I have one for deep core, and then I have one for hauling. So I do love the Python. Oh, I can't wait for the new one. Oh, I can't either. That V2, I'm excited for that. I'm really hoping it comes out on the uh, update tomorrow. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. That's actually my fingers are crossed for that. And I'm hoping they have a fighter bay in it. Which actually... That's what I'm hoping for. ...is a good segue into the next question. Okay. Thoughts on the upcoming updates on what they have talked about, like... What what do you think? I know we're getting new ship. We all know we're getting new ships. But do you think right. there's going to be like base building or like uh, space station building? See, my thought was, hold on, well, we're going to go into this. Okay, okay. <laughs> there's the rabbit hole. Jump in feet first. Let's it go. is. So my thought was that they were going to do space station building, like if, and it's not just. Per person, I figure it's for, you know, uh, squads or squads. minor factions, you know, because Palcon is a minor faction in game. They are recognized by, you know, FDev and everything. Like, Oh, yeah, no, we're, our name's all over the place in the and game. You can find us. Like, the thing is, is, like, you would start with, you know, like a small station with, like, medium landing pads and small landing pads. And then your squad has to get the resources and stuff like that to start building it up to end up with like a gigantic star station with right. the large landing pads, missions, your, uh, yeah, make it a normal station, yeah. but it's ours. See, that's, that's what I'm hoping quarters. that happens. <laughs> like we could have an absolute Palcon station somewhere. See, I think that would be really cool if we could do something like that. I also would think it would be really cool if we could do our own quarters somewhere. You know, uh, if we were to do, like, you know, you can make your own base somewhere. You know, you find a planet, you pitch your, you pitch your claim. You know, that would be kind of cool. But the other thing that I was wondering if they're gonna, they might let us do is start designing our own paint jobs on our ships. That's something mm. that I... That I haven't I haven't read about, but it wouldn't be a bad thing for us to be able to do. That would be awesome too. I would really, but also the base yeah. building for single people would be amazing as well. Yep. And then uh and then yeah, the other changes that they have coming up, you know, like they're gonna do a restructure of the, the power play. Of the uh yeah, the power play. So that's gonna be something that's gonna now that that's gonna be interesting to see how they're gonna do that, because the way that they've been doing it, it's been working fine. 
You know, so what do they think they're going to do now that it's going to make it work better? <laughs> so what are, what kind of changes are we going to see? That's what I'm worried that, about. That, that is another thing. So the only one I've ever done is uh, uh, big titty blue haired chick, Ashling Duvall. Ashling Duvall. Yeah. I did that for the prismatic shields. I have not done any of the other power plays I want to because I want the pack ounce, but I don't even know which one that is. But, like, the power play, yeah. Like, you sit there, and you can sit there for the four weeks and then go do the the merits real quick at the last second to get whatever it is. So I'm, I, I am curious how they're going to restructure the power play for sure. Yeah, no, I'm curious. Now, see, now I have a question for you then. Since you actually have gone through the process of getting the prismatics, once you get them, do you, can you keep them or do you have to keep your alliance with her to be able to continue to use them? See, that's a confusion that I've had. No, you, once you buy them, you have them. And I have to redo it because I didn't buy enough for my ships, <laughs> which sucks. But, like, I bought some for my other ships because, like, I was doing it for my smaller ship, so it's like 2D or 2A or whatever. And then I dropped out of the power play because I'm like, oh, I have them. And then it's like, oh, I don't have them because I did not buy them for all my ships. So I don't oh, okay. have... Okay, so that's how it works. I don't have the right size for my ships. So, yeah, you gotcha. actually have to go and buy, like, you have to take your ships out there and go, okay, well, this one takes, uh, you know, 6A, and then you have to buy it. But if you just take, like, like, I took my DBX out there to buy them after I did the merits, and I'm like, okay, so I can buy, uh, you know, I don't remember what my DBX has, but it's like, oh, I can take a 3A. Okay, cool. I'm going to buy that one. Oh, I can get a, another 3A. Sweet. Okay, I'm going to buy them, buy them, buy them. And then it's like, oh, I can actually get bigger ones for, like, my cutter right now. It's like I could have a fucking 7A prismatic shield in it. So, yeah, I have to redo it. So, yeah, you actually have to buy them per you know ship it's not you okay. just buy one and then you have them which i didn't know so it's like well that fucking sucks i can't do that see, i was yeah see i wasn't sure and that makes sense now so you they as long as you're aligned with it and you're actually so for the duration that you have you can buy as many as you need but then when your time runs out then you can't buy them anymore and you have to re you know renew it basically. Yeah, you have to get the merits back up. <coughs> so like I was with Ashling Duval for many weeks. It's like, "Oh, okay, so I'm at the 4 weeks. Let me run over to her systems and do the you know, merits so I can get my rep up there far enough to be able to buy the prismatic shields, which doesn't really take too long because it's like uh, I was running like data or something like that. And it's like, OK, you can hold this much. But if you spend another hundred thousand credits, you can carry this much if you spend. So it's like you spend money to do it. 
And then I'm like, oh, prismatic shields, yeah, buy that, buy that, buy that. And then I'm like, oh, they don't change sizes from ships. <laughs> and I didn't realize that. It's like I thought once you bought, and nobody ever told me this, so this is me being, you know, like newer to the game. Nobody told me, oh, you actually have to take your other ships out there to get the bigger shields it's like oh i have the prismatic shield sweet now i can go to any any outfitting and oh i can get prismatic shields for this no oh so you have to go to a specific vendor even no okay. it, it's just anything in like ashling duval space they have them oh okay but okay. i didn't realize like i had to take a bigger ship out there to get the you know six or Larger seven size. yeah it's like, oh, I bought them because nobody ever told me that. It's like uh, somebody told me once you buy them, you have them, and you can get any one of the sizes. Well, that's not true. It's like, well, <laughs> well, now you just fucking fed me a line of bullshit, and now I have to do it all over again. Why me? Right? That's where I was at. I'm like, dude, like... <laughs> You tell me one thing, and it's totally wrong. So, yeah, I have to redo Ashling Duval, but again, you know, Asian chick, big boobs. I mean, who doesn't like Ashling du Duval, right? That's right. <laughs> I still have to figure out what else the other power blades have, because I know I want the pack hounds, which is I, I, some sort of missile launcher, but I heard they're awesome. Yeah. Um, there's other stuff I want to get, but I, I just don't know which way I want to do it. I don't know if I want to go back to getting the prismatic shields or not. I think I'm going to get them, but I only want them for a couple of my ships. Like, uh, like my career, my uh, Mondarb, Mondarb's going to get them because I, that's my combat yeah. ship and I've, I heard they're, they're good. They are, but they are really good. And I want them for my Corvette, which is my combat ship. So, Oh, I want to get a Corvette. Oh, dude. Like, I love my Corvette, like my Corvette. I named Lilith, but then again, I actually, if, if we can show it here, I have a Lilith, a Lilith tattoo on my arm with her symbol. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I named her Lilith. So, like, every time I'm streaming, I'm like, ah, we're going to do combat missions. Oh, we got to go get the demon. And I have a... Let me go get Lilith. I have a fighter <laughs> bay on her, and I'm running, uh, you know, uh, NPC fighter pilot. And it works well for me. She's not fully engineered, but I can do, like, medium uh, conflict zones if we're in war. So, your uh, preferred flight. Flight assist on or off? Uh, you know, if I'm in combat, I'm actually, I bounce back and forth. Normally, I fly with it on. Um... But in combat, I do. I actually, I, I, I am actually known to, you know, just flip my ship around and keep firing at you, even if it, if you're go, if you're behind See, me. See, that's that's what so. I do. I I fly flight assist on most of the time. In combat, I will. I I guess I'm a switcher. You know, I'll be in flight assist on as long as you're in front of me and I'm shooting you. 
But if you fly by me, I go flight assist off to be able to flip around and shoot at you. But M. Yep, Gray. Nope, exactly what I did. M. Gray and our squad. Have you ever, uh, have you, champion. have you been in his ship watching him do flight assist off? Oh yeah. Him and I, he took me on a trip. Oh, oh my God, dude. That, in all of his ships. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. He is a whiz oh, at yeah. flight assist off and I've tried dude. and I can't do it. <laughs> like I've tried, uh, but this guy, this, this guy, this guy. Flies oh, yeah. into a fucking planet with the gravity, slows him down, and lands perfectly on a station. Like I'm like, dude, how? All right, I, has he taken you inside the inside the outside of a Corolla station yet? Where he's flying inside the like structure? Yes. He actually goes inside the the exterior. No, it does. It blows my mind. Oh, dude, it, he, like. Gray is a champion. He, he is amazing. He's a champion with that flight assist <laughs> off. I've tried, I've tried flight assist off, and it's like I move my stick a little bit, and I'm fucking barrel rolling or fucking end over end. I'm like, how do you do this, man? Like, dude, he yeah, is. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he, it's oh, crazy. God, he and he does keyboard and mouse. I believe. Yeah. That's the other thing that that's the other I think he does, and that's the other thing that blows oh, my mind God. because it's like I use a joystick and I have a hard time controlling yes, normal flight. He is like the flight assist off whiz, and it's amazing to just sit in his ship and watch how he does it. Like I don't know what he's doing with his controls, but just like sitting in the ship, you're just like mind blown. Like, how are you doing this? Oh yeah. Like, uh, he yeah. took me on, uh, uh, I think it was a couple like trucking runs in his Python or something. And it was like, he is full out, full throttle at this planet. And all of a sudden he hits the planet's gravity. He slows down. And then all of a sudden he's landing on the station. I'm like, dude, how do you do this? He's just like, eh. Just I, I just do it. I'm like, dude, come on. There's got to be something. <laughs> How do you do it? I don't know. I just do it. I'm like, mm. and I like I want to reach through my computer computer monitor and like strangle him and be like, How do you do it? But tell me how. That, that guy's. Oh my god, my computer's talking to me. Computer, stop. Is that yours? So I thought it was mine. No, that was my Alexa. I said computer, and that's how she interacts. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So what third? But yeah. Then, so what third-party apps do you use, and why? Uh, let's see. Ed Copilot I use because it's a lot of uh, amazing. A lot of useful, uh, useful information that comes through, and then. Uh, um, I used to use MDF, which is multifunction display, MDF Cougar. Um, but that program stopped working for me for some reason, so I'm not using that one right now. Uh, Corollas, Anara, um, let's see, the Material Helper. That, that program is fantastic. See, I've never got um, that one to work for me. Really? Yes, I, I downloaded it. 
and I never got it to work properly. But ED Copilot also works with like materials and stuff, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, yep. No, yeah, no, it does. It does the same things pretty much. Um, the one thing that I like about Material Helper, if you got it working, is that you can build a, you can put make a wish list. Like, say you wanted to build a specific module, and you could put it in a wish list, and as you're building it, or as you're gathering the materials for it, you can actually, it'll let you know that, okay, this is already, you already got this in your wish list, you don't need another one. But, uh, no, ED Copilot works fine, too, to do the same thing for the most part, so. Um, but, yeah, uh, voice attack when I'm, when I'm doing VR, um, I'll throw that on. Uh, that's about it, you know. Other than that, just Google if I have to look up something stupid that I don't know. Yeah, see, I... Because it, it does happen. Mine <laughs> is ED Copilot. I use uh, EDMC, which actually coincides with uh, JEG, which is another third-party app. I don't know if you're part of the JEG stuff. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, JEG, I do have too. Um, yep. Are you part of the Palcon one for JEG? Yeah. Okay, so you you get the BGS stuff there too. Um, yep. But yeah, the material one I never got to work properly, so I kind of gave up on that one. But the ones I use are ED Copilot, of course, Anara, because Anara is just you know it gives you a lot of good information. Um, yep. EDMC, which coincides with JAG and other stuff, and it actually works with uh, ED Copilot. Um, voice Attack, I have, which actually, hopefully, we can get together at some point and you can show me how to set it up better. Because I'll be like, request docking, and then it doesn't do it, and then I have to like look under my VR or to hit my keyboard and shit to be able to do it. Yeah, nah, it's we'll get it set up. I'll help you. I use it for a long time. I gotta re-download it, but but yeah, it's one of those ones. It's if you're doing VR, it's almost essential. <laughs> I got uh, I can't remember her name, but I have one of the chicks from Battlestar uh, Galact. I'm a Battlestar Galactica fanatic. Sorry, and uh, no. she is one of the voices that I have for my uh, voice attack. That's funny because I got data from Star Trek. Oh, that'd be awesome too. Like, I actually yes. wish I That's could cool. set my Alexa up for like Gordon Ramsay, or even ED Copilot <laughs> for Gordon Ramsay, and be like, "You fucking missed your fucking station. You You're your getting fucking the fucking loop of shame. <laughs> fucking do this right, or I'm gonna, you know, like do to Gordon Ramsay. It'd be fucking awesome." <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. That would be funny. Like, I wish I could put no, Gordon Ramsay on just my regular, like, GPS going places, because, I don't know, him yelling at me would be, like, hilarious. Just... Yeah, something about Gordon yelling at right. you. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. So, out, That's too funny. So, outside of Elite, is there any games that you play that you would recommend to other people? Oh, well, that's a good one. Well, if you're into Star Trek, Star Trek Online's still pretty good. It's a decent game. Um, I'm a lifetime member, so I go back and forth to that so, every once ho in a while. Hold on. Uh, uh, Star Trek Online. I th think I downloaded. I'm not sure. Uh, there's a couple Star Trek ones I downloaded, and they were kind of boring, but maybe I'll check it. So is it just Star Trek Online? 
Yep. Okay. I'll have to check that one out. I am, is it Steam? Yeah, yeah, you can get it through Steam. Okay, that's where so, I, that's where I get almost all my games. Okay, me too. So I've I've done the mobile one, so maybe that's why. That yeah, could be. All right, so let's see. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's start off. Let, I'll, I'll look at my list because I actually separate them into games that I'm currently into. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, Destiny Two. Des- <sighs> Destiny Two's always been a, one of my favorite games. I gave um, up on Destiny. It's a great game to play. I gave up on Destiny. I, I haven't played it in a little while, but it, you know, it's still one of those ones that if I feel like shooting at people and you know stuff like that, I might do that. Cyberpunk was fantastic. I have the new um, one. What is it? Twenty seventy seven or something? Yeah, I have not played that. How is that? That game is fantastic. Okay. The storyline is fantastic. It is beautiful to look okay. at. That they did so good on the graphics. I'll just check um, that one. And out. it does have our. And if you have an RTX card, it does have ray tracing, and that does make a big difference. Hmm. Um. So let's see. Uh, Dying Light series. I like the Dying Lights. Far Cry series. Those are both. Oh, those are all. I, I've got five, six, and those are both great games. Far Cry is amazing. Um, Fallout. You know, I'm a Fallout fan. I do. I do have Fallout Four and all that kind of good stuff. I haven't played. Uh, well, I have Fallout Four on Xbox, but I haven't played it in forever. Yeah, it's still a good game, but I haven't played it in a while either. Uh, let's see. What else have I played lately that I really dig? Um, oh, what's that one we just got the other day? I have a buddy of mine that he, he buys me games because he gets bored and he wants somebody to play with him, so he'll buy them for me. So I, I don't complain. I just play. Um, That's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, let's see. We got Rogue Trader, which is from the 40K series. That was good. Uh, War Thunder. War Thunder is a game that I play quite frequently because in VR that is fantastic, especially if you have a good OTAS. And I play in the inside cockpit view, so I'm reading all the gauges and dials, which that makes it fantastic. Um, anything Tom Clancy. I got Recon- I got Wildlands and I got Siege. I play both of them. Those are fantastic. Just found another game. It's called Void Crew. That's a new one that's out on Steam. That's pretty cool. It's You get up to four people and you're running a spaceship and you got to actually have to maintain it you have to jump on other ships and raid them and stuff like that so that one's actually pretty neat um but yeah um i do have star citizen i play that every once in a while okay hold hold on star citizen okay we're gonna have to get together on that one too because i have it and i don't understand the key bindings that's okay i can't get my ship out of the hangar so i can't either I that's I I've been stuck there. Um so so I I went through a walkthrough of the ship that I bought cuz when you <laughs> buy the game you have to pick your ship. And then I'm yeah, like you got to buy your pack before you can even get it. Yeah. It's like what? So I I I got the ship and then I'm like okay, so I'm going to do a walkthrough of this and then I got on foot in the station that you start in. I went and bought all the on foot stuff. And then they're like, okay, go to your ship and do this. Okay, well, I'm in my ship. I requested leaving the station, but I can't open the door. And then, like, they blow you up. Yep, that's where I'm at. I'm stuck. I can't get the doors open. All right, so (laughs) at some point when I'm not streaming or anything, we'll have to get together for that shit because I don't know how to do that either. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm right there with you. But yeah, those are that's those are probably the main games that I play at this point in time. Mostly elite, though. I mean, yeah, elites, elites, know. my bread and butter. Um, so for sure. So some of the games that I play off stream or off elite, uh, my uh, my uh, best friend Crystal Rain, which you'll catch her in my streams a lot. Um, she actually just gifted me Lethal Company, and we were playing that yesterday. We- and we suck at it. So, have you ever heard of Lethal Company at all? No. Okay. So, you're basically part of this company. And they give you a quota in so many, di- so many days to make the quota. And you have to go in on these moons in different areas, like stations and shit that are on these moons to... Get your salvage quota. And actually, last when we were playing yesterday, to make the quota, I had to beat Crystal Rain to death with a stop sign. Because we were a few dollars short, and I had to present her body as part of the, uh, the quota. And, like, you... So, you get, like three or four days on a planet to get it and there are different things that can kill you it's it's like a horror space salvage game and like once you die you can't talk to the other person like once you're dead you're dead you can hear them talking but they can't hear you talking but it, it like you go into these like stations or mining operations and you know you're just trying to get salvage and i got it okay so the two things that made me jump in this game which was hilarious which i'm glad i wasn't streaming <laughs> there was this thing called a, a it was some sort of flea and it hangs from the ceiling and you, if you're not scanning, you don't see it. And all of a sudden, you're getting suffocated by this thing. And if your partner has a shovel or a stop sign, they can beat that flea to death to save you. <laughs> there was another one. I was walking around, and I'm walking around. I got, I got all four of my slots full, plus my arms full of salvage. And I hear this like heartbeat, and I've I've looked at this thing repeatedly. It's like this weird spiky-looking guy, and if you look at him, he'll run away. And like this heartbeat, I'm like, okay, why is my heart beating so fast? All of a sudden, this thing like snapped my neck, came up behind me, and killed me. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's bump puckering. Yeah, oh, it is. Hold on, the other games that I play. <laughs> Starfield. I love Starfield. Starfield's quite fun. I haven't played it yet. Um, the other one, another horror game I play is called Phantasophobia. And I play that with uh, a lady I'm going to actually um, interview on the podcast. Uh, she is a streamer, and I met her. Her name is Psychodrea. And me, her, and one of her friends, Addie, and then, of course, my uh, my uh, best friend, Chris Rain. We play Phantasophobia. And it is a, it, it's a ghost hunting game. 
so you got a bunch of you got your you know your people you go into the house set up your cameras this and the other you're trying to figure out what kind of ghost it is and the ghost will kill you and then all of a sudden like you'll hear this weird ass sound in your headphones and ghost hands come around your face if you're playing in vr which i have jumped and screamed at playing in vr which I'm glad I don't, scre- <laughs> I, I don't stream that because people would be like, you're such a pansy. Butt slam shit. Oh, dude, that, that, <laughs> that game will creep you out. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't play those kinds of games. The other ones I that I house. have not started yet, I have Skyrim in VR. I haven't played that yet. Um, I have yeah. Mass Effect, a leg is uh, Legendary Edition because I love Mass Effect. And then yep, uh, somebody gifted me uh, the original Metal Gear from uh, PlayStation, which I absolutely nice. suck at. I I tried it, and I can't get past the first little area where you go up the elevator. Uh, what other ones? Uh, Foxhole. I don't know if you ever heard of Foxhole. I've heard the game. I haven't played it, but I've heard okay, of it. Okay, so Foxhole is a uh, really... Uh, player-based game. Everything in the game is made by the players. It is like a World War II simulation. Nice. And everything in the game is made by players. Your bases, your railroads to move all your your uh, resources. You have to go gain your resources. It's all player-made. And the wars, uh, I've watched people, and the wars have lasted for months because nobody wins. Oh, wow. Uh, I have a couple Need for Speeds, which I never stream because Need for Speed is boring. And then... Yeah, I got some Need for Speed, too. I forgot I have Need for, the Need for Speed. I have Most Wanted and Unbound. And the other one recently I got into with the buddy that I met on Twitch and he's been teaching me is Space Engineers. And Space Engineers is actually quite fun. Like, you can build whatever your mind can think of, you can pretty much build it. It's actually quite a fun game. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's good. And I, like, I'm I'm getting better at it. Don't I'm, I, I am not an engineer at all. I have a small ship that can go up, down, left, right, and that's about it. But yeah. But other than that, elite. I mean, elite is mainly what I play. Same here. Is there anything? Uh, we're actually running over time. Holy shit! I didn't realize we we're gonna run over an hour. Is there anything else before we conclude this podcast? Anything else you would like to talk about or have an opinion on with Elite or an opinion on with Palcon or even an opinion on my dumbass? <laughs> Throw that one out. No, on. no, man, actually. Uh, no, the. Uh, well, I guess the only other thing I could say real quick is if anybody watching your podcast wants to, man, come check out Palcon. You won't regret it. I mean, the worst you can do is come by, take a look, say hi to some folks, you know, uh, get in there, take a look around. I think you'll be impressed with what we got going on. Um, 
other than that, I have to say thanks for having me on. I think it's uh, it's great. We'll have to get into doing some more stuff in game together. And then, uh, you know, other than that, man, that's about it. Of course. I mean, if anybody watching this wants to come check out Palcon, I will have the uh, Discord in the comments below because it will be on YouTube. And you know, come check us out. Even if you're a visitor, just come check us out. Have a you know, have a conversation with us and you know, see you know, see what you see is really about it. And you'll find out that well, besides me being the beer guzzling podcast creator and Twitch whiz <laughs> that we have a lot of fun and a lot of events going on and you know, we we are a good family to join, and we'll teach you what you need to about the game, whether you're returning, experienced, or even a brand new player. We have a few brand new players in Palcon right now, and it is phenomenal. And actually, one of them that I noticed uh, earlier just became a full paladin, and she is a brand new player. She excelled right like excelled and like palcon is a great family and uh you know biff here dragon tamer v2 i know you uh, actually hold on we need to talk about that real quick okay your uh discord um mishap with you being hacked how did you handle that? We we need to talk about that so people know. Okay, so uh, well, first thing is I, I uh, luckily I had con able to, I was able to contact uh, I believe it was Rhino, just to let him know hey this is what happened let you know, um, and then I you know challenged Discord let them know what was going on and other than that I just started a new account. Um, Discord told me there's pretty much nothing they can do to help me get it unlocked on that, on their side. I couldn't recover my account, but they could shut the other one down. So the other person should. I know they're still out there somewhere because one of my other friends just got hit with it with using my name. Yeah, I got hit. You know, but they know about. I got it. hit with you saying, "Hey, uh, you know, yeah, yeah." I I got something I need to talk to you about. It's pretty serious. Yeah, or something and then like it that. was like your your name came up. I'm trying to dissolve this but like you were you know something that yeah. you know going here and there asking people for this that and the other so i got hit with yours and that's when i went to call in and i'm like dude i think he you know i i really think he got hacked yeah no it's actually funny as my uh I have another friend of mine that I talk to quite frequently. Him and I usually hang out almost every night, but he uh, he got hit with it. He was reading the comments, and he knew immediately that it was a scam just because of him and I have hung out for like eight or like eight or nine years now. So he knows the way I phrase things. He knows the way I talk, and he was like, "There was words in there that you don't use." Ah, dude, I so knew I knew right I knew away it was, it was a scam <laughs> when I got hit by it. Cause it was like. I need to talk to you about something serious. I'm like, well, it, well, when that happened, the first thing I need to talk to you about something serious. I'm like, okay, what is it? And then they went into the bullshit, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a scam right here. Yeah, I fell for it. So like, I, it was, it, it, I totally did, man. I'm not. I, there's no shame in the game, man. I, I just totally. 
the guy threw you know what you know what got me that really that really did it for me is he threw me what looked like legitimate um credentials he threw a picture of his you know his discord um his his discord um i um employee id number you know things like that so this guy it, it went all out you know and i mean it all looked legit you know stuff like that and that's what got me you know is he it, he hit me with stuff that looked like it was all legal legal paper basically you know i was just like oh okay all i'm right. in trouble what do i do now you know so yeah that was one of the other things i wanted to talk to you about on this podcast was that bullshit cuz it, it was a pain for you, I know that for sure, because we were in the middle of doing the, you know, Discord reform oh, and stuff, and it was oh. like, dude, I don't think this is him. Like, I really don't. That's where I went to Colin when, when I got the first message from you. Well, not from you, but from the hacker. I was like, dude, I don't think this is him. We need to watch out for this, because... <laughs> This doesn't sound like right. This, this, this doesn't sound right at all because he's like, your account is, you know, in, in, uh, you know, in, in, uh, review for being, you know, completely, yeah, dis- for being hacked, being disbanded because. I put it in because I thought you were a hacker and this, I'm like, wait, wait, like I already have the, you know, two phase or the two factor authenticator and like all my backup stuff is saved in a file. Like how, like, no, this, this can't be right. And that's where I went to call in and I'm like, dude, I, I really think he got hacked and, yeah, no, you did the right thing, man. You went, to, you you went to Colin. You asked him what was going down. You know that. No, that was perfect. You did exactly what you needed to do. No, and it was. It was like I said. It was my fault. It was something stupid that I did. You know, so I didn't want everybody else to get hit with it either. So that's that's what my main concern was: was everybody else, you know, falling forward, or you know, the guy actually doing, you know, getting the getting to somebody else. You know, I was just like, ah, no, this can't happen. Yeah, no. They've been too good to me. I can't. I can't cause them to get hacked. Well, now, <laughs> now you know, and I'm sure you have the uh, two, you know, two factor authenticator and all that stuff. So we're all good. Yep. Now I just wanted to throw that in there for you know people that that come across that real quick. All right, man. So thank you very much for uh, joining in on this podcast. I appreciate you for being my first interview. This will be... Yeah, uh, we'll have to do it again. It was fun. Yeah, we will do it again, I'm sure. This will be uh, uploaded very shortly. Uh, I'm going to edit a little bit, but this will be on the YouTube very shortly. So thank you again for... uh, you know, joining in and uh, answering my dumbass questions. <laughs> it was a pleasure, man. I had fun. All right, sweet. That's what we want to hear. So you have a wonderful, wonderful night. We will, uh, well, I, of course, will catch you in Palcon Space. Sure will. I'm out there now. Uh, I'll see you in the black, my friend. Have a good night, my man. All right, brother. See ya. See ya.
All right, guys, that concludes the the, uh, second episode of the Palcon cast. I hope you enjoyed. I will drop some links below for the Discord and stuff here in... uh, on YouTube, so you guys can uh, check out Palcon if you want. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And this is Commander Nightshade signing off.